In our journey through life, we often find ourselves grappling with the complexities of attachment, emotions, and expectations. Now, I've discussed all three of these before, but in this Zen Slider or shorter Zen Sandwich episode, let's get down to the nitty-gritty of letting go of this stuff. First of all, why do we have attachments to stuff, to ideas, and why are we so controlled by our emotions? We let jealousy, greed, and anger get the better of us? I mean, are we in control here, the puppet master of our own being, or are we just a puppet? And why do we cling to expectations of how others should be, or of what the world owes us? Here's a spoiler alert, the world doesn't owe you or me anything. We hold on to these things and emotions and ideas and expectations tightly, fearing that letting go might leave us empty-handed, adrift in a sea of uncertainty. But oddly enough, these sources of suffering, and that's what they are, they also make up the backbone of our identity at times. But what if the key to personal growth lies not in clinging fiercely, but in gracefully releasing our grasp to these attachments and expectations. That's the topic of this Zen Slider, Mastering the Art of Letting Go. You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast for the independent mind and anyone who embraces life despite its absurdities. Join former attorney and professor-turned-Japanese papermaker Mark Reed each week as he talks with creative, inspiring, and influential people, or as he shares his own research to help make your world a little better today than it was yesterday. So why do we do it? The attachments. It's fear. Our fear of loss keeps us locked in the perpetual struggle the suffering, inhibiting our ability to adapt and embrace to the ever-changing nature of existence. And that's the key. The existence is ever-changing. Change with it and you're in for a much smoother ride. Emotions too can weigh us down. We cling to a past that hurts, to resentments, to grievances, unresolved anger, bitterness, regret, All of these can consume us, poisoning our relationships, past, present, and in the future. To move forward, we must learn to release the emotional ties that bind us, create space for new experiences and connections. All right, that all sounds good. How do we do this? How do we do it on a practical level? You'll have likely heard some of the answers before either on this podcast or elsewhere, things like being mindful, expressing gratitude, meditation, self-reflection, self-care, etc., etc. But what does it mean? Well, in this episode, I want to give you actual real-world examples. Have you ever really tried mindful eating or mindful walking, breathing, or, or other activities like folding laundry? How does this get us out of our attachments, emotions, and expectations? Hang on, stay with me. (laughs) But pay attention to the flavors and textures of food the next time you eat. Zen Buddhist monks uh, that live here in monasteries in Japan are often not permitted 
uh, depending on the monastery, to talk while they're eating. They sit together, but the focus is on mindfully chewing and savoring the, the nourishment, even if it's just a simple bowl of rice. Mindful walking. Usually whenever you walk anywhere, you're thinking about a thousand different things, aren't you? Of course you are. Everyone does. Try to think of nothing else but the walking itself. Feel the ground beneath your feet, the roll of your foot from heel to toe, step by careful step, focusing just on the walking. Try it. All right, so how does this help with letting go? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Stay focused here, too. When you do the laundry, try something new. Just think about folding the laundry and nothing else. (laughs) What these exercises do is put you solely in the present moment. And when you practice this, there is often an awakening. You feel alive. You realize that you're alive right now in this very moment. And the more you practice mindfulness, the more you cherish being alive and being in the now. And that's the key. When you do that, you're no longer in that space of attachment and expectations. You might even get a slight reprieve of whatever emotional state that's been weighing you down or causing you some anguish, some suffering. The other stuff I mentioned, the meditation, gratitude, these two are all just extensions of this first practice. When this podcast is over, go write someone a note, a text, an email, a physical post-it note, whatever. It doesn't have to be a love letter or a lengthy epistle. (laughs) Just write somebody a compliment, if you will. Hey, Andy, that thing you said the other day really cracked me up. I'm still laughing about it. That right there. That's an expression of gratitude. I think people hear all the time about gratitude journaling or something like that. And and, and that stuff can be valuable, but they hear that and get turned off because it sounds like a chore. It sounds like work. (laughs) I don't want to give anybody a job to do. Just go tell somebody you love them or that you hope they're doing well or that you appreciate something about them and do it out of the blue. That is a form of practicing gratitude right there. Meditation, self-reflection, self-care, these are all variations on mindfulness and can get you out of attachment and give you some control of your emotional well-being. And when you feed and exercise your brain like that, importing and exporting positive vibes and messages and love and compassion, the more you do that, the more you are letting go of the bad stuff the crap that you've been holding on to and for what just let that stuff go all right here's your five minutes in letting go at its core is an act of liberation of freedom by releasing attachments whether to material stuff or to past regrets or outdated beliefs When you release that stuff, you open up space for new opportunities, new, fresh perspectives. You invite a sense of peace and tranquility into your life. Release your expectations of how others should behave or or what the world owes you. 
Instead, create space. Create space for understanding, compassion, and acceptance. Put your mind there. Let go of your desire to mold people into who you think they should be. You can give encouragement and your thoughts to others, sure, but allow them to unfold into their authentic selves. And when you do that, when you set them free, so to speak, guess what? You free yourself too. You free yourself from the attachment to the idea. You free yourself to be who you truly are instead of clinging to some notion of how everything ought to be. So ponder the benefits of letting go in your life. Reflect on the attachments, emotions, and expectations that might have been holding you back for a while. Embrace and master the art of letting go. When you do this, you will discover a profound joy and fulfillment in surrendering to the flow of life. You can trust me on this. I know firsthand what it means to let go of stuff that honestly is just BS in the first place. That's all, folks. Hey, you are what keeps this show going and flowing by listening, by telling others, and by your financial support. If you would like to help the show in that way, go to zensandwich.com. And the info is at the top of the page. You can do a one-time donation through PayPal or become a monthly supporter for as little as three bucks through Patreon. Remember, folks, letting go is not an instant process, but rather a lifelong journey of self-discovery and growth. But you can master it with dedication, patience, and some of the practical tools I've talked about here. Embrace the ever-changing flow of life. And most of all, breathe. Don't forget to breathe.